Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. In that room, he's got these, like, in the closet, he's got his paddle, his restraints, arm restraints, uh, like, some fuck-me boots, (laughs) and I'm like, okay, uh, we are not having sex in here. He said he had a big dick. He did have a big dick. And that I was happy about. Absolutely. (laughs) I was happy about the big dick. You have to understand someone's pain tolerance, their their threshold for it. You know, this guy didn't know any, he didn't ask any of these questions and he didn't know. Hey guys, how how's everybody doing? It's actually Friday. I don't know what day this will be released. Hopefully today, if I can just crank it out really fast or tomorrow on a Saturday, but let's jump right in. So I had a very interesting experience recently with a new guy, another new guy. This is guy, new guy number three, I guess. And I already have a nickname for him. His name is Socks. (laughs) Not for what you're thinking. I'll get into that in just a minute. But basically, you know, young guy with a big dick. Young guy with a big dick. I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of going for that. I was kind of hunting for that. Not going to lie, you know, was trying to be a little intentional about penis size. I kind of thought, you know, I think what kind of got me going on it was recently, you know, really getting the variance of cock sizes and guys will say, that they have a big dick. You know, I've never heard, it's interesting because I've never heard during sex, some guy say, Hey, yeah. Oh baby, take this little, how do you like this little dick? Take this little dick. (laughs) I mean, thank goodness. I hope I never have to hear that, but you know, I'm not sure. It's very few guys that I've come across. I think that are realistic about their penis size and not to say that you guys are not per se, but you know, Maybe you have a healthy amount of self-esteem and everybody just thinks they have the best cock in the world. You know what? More power to you. I think that's great. And as you guys know, if you listen to the podcast, I promote like, you know, every girl should, every woman should be thinking she's just the shit. So she's got the best body. She's the most confident. Any guy should be lucky to have her, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think that, Hey, if you guys feel that way about your dicks, you know what? More power to you. But there is a, there is a variance in size and I didn't notice it as much. It wasn't as pronounced until after I'd been with the same person who had a fairly big dick for quite a while. And it just, you know, then it's a, it's a, it just puts the bar, it sets the bar somewhere for you, right? Every woman probably has that where she's like, depending on who you're with a lot, that's sort of your litmus test or point of reference. At any rate, this guy did have a big dick and I kind of was specifically seeking that out after 
experiencing some mid-range dicks, which nothing wrong with mid-range, nothing wrong with that at all. I just kind of wanted to, you know, try something different. It's like you do, you know, like you change up your food. <laughs> Tonight I'm going to have Japanese. Tomorrow I'm going to have Italian. So anyway, he's got, this guy has a big dick. I did, like I said, I called him, I named him Socks. I'll get to that, back to that. But let me tell you, so our first meeting was great. So I, you know, I, I do my meet and greet. I meet him and he's very polite and, you know, I mean, opens the door, pulls my chair out for me, walks me to my car, opens my car door. And I'm like, great. And we had a great conversation. And I feel like I'm vibing with this guy. He's sexy, you know, just young. I, you know, we're talking, we're, we got into stuff, you know, I, we're talking about stamina. I'm asking him, you know, we're talking about how the frequency of how often we like to have sex. And, you know, I feel like we're jibing, you know, he's saying he wants to eat my pussy and, you know, just stuff like, I'm like, this is, yes, <laughs> you're saying the right stuff. Here we go. So I'm excited. So we set up our first time to see each other. And uh, I guess I'll jump into, so why I call, why I'm going to call him socks is while I, when I met him for the first time, I had seen, you know, I met him online and he had posted a couple little sex videos and I noticed that the style, the way he sort of fucks is it's, there's a redundancy, you know, it's like, there's a style there. And, uh, but you only see like, it's like one minute little snippet. So you don't see, you know, a whole lot. However, I did notice that there was he had his socks on and a couple of them. And I'm like, yeah, I got to tell you something. I watched your videos and I'm not down with the sock. Why, why, why did you leave your socks on? (laughs) And he said, well, I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe my feet were cold or something like that. I'm like, well, then you got to fucking man up if you're going to be with me. Cause I'm not the the sock thing. This isn't going to work. And you know, and he said, well, maybe I needed traction. I'm like, honey, babe, you know, from the I could tell from the angles or wherever you were, you didn't need any traction. You were doing just fine. But so anyway, you know, it was kind of a little bit of a joke and all in good humor, but I'm like, don't be wearing, don't, you know, no socks with me, please (laughs) have your feet nice and ready. (laughs) They better not, you know, just whatever you got to do, get them like presentation ready. So anyway, that was kind of our little joke and I just, it stuck with me and that's why I'm that's why his nickname is Socks. Not because he wears them, but he was warned about them. Okay. So I want to talk about like, so we had some, so this was, this was, I got to tell you, this was probably, this is just a weird experience for me. Not on a lot of levels, good and weird. It was, it was a mixture of good and weird. And my dog is right there snoring. Sorry, I can hear her so clearly in my ear, but she just has to be next to me. Okay. Anyway, so where do I start with this? So I get there and, you know, he's like a sweetheart. You sh- you know, I show up, you know, he's like, okay, have a seat. I'm just, you just got out of the shower. So he's, you know, nice and ready to go all clean, which is lovely. Of course, I'm all clean too. And, you know, we're just chit-chatting and he's really like at a sweetheart, you know, as far as a personality, you know, sweetheart, he's giving me a couple kisses. He's got these great lips, great lips. Oh my gosh. Great kisser. Like, yes, really lovely mouth. (laughs) And and then we head back and I see, I notice at the corner of my eye, there's a room to the right and 
I look, I, I, what catches my eye is the, the photography light. And I'm like, oh, and I look on, I look, I see the light. And then I look on the ground and there's like blanket laid out towels and like a little pillow and condoms. And I'm like, are we having sex on the floor? Is that what we're going to do? And in that room, he's got these like in the closet, he's got his paddle, his restraints, arm restraints, like some fuck me boots. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, okay, uh, we are not having sex in here and we're not, you know, and then, and then it goes, then it gets into the photography aspect, you know, which he, he does like take pictures and that's great. I'm all like, Hey, you want to take sexy photos and sexy pictures and sexy videos? No, no, no problem. But you know what? I mean, if you guys know, it took me like, I think a good year and a half before I'd even let Cowboy Ann take one photo of us or let alone, and then a little like 10 second video, you know, like I have this thing. It's my, you know, there's a, as you guys know, there's a couple things that are my thing. My thing is I'm very, very particular and careful about any and all pictures showing me in a sex act. It's just like, that is where I draw the line. And so presumptively, he just kind of thought we were going to be taking video and, you know, and so I had to, when we, when we finally got into his bedroom, which is like, I'm not getting on the floor. We're going to do this where I'm comfortable. I had to sort of, we had to like very quickly, I'm like, nope, we're not taking any photos. I said, I'm happy to take a picture of you with my phone. You know, like I'll just take like basically a penetration job where you don't see any, you just, you just basically looking at genitals. You're not seeing anybody's face, any and all, any and all ways that are identifying. And he said, oh, well, I'll, I can, I'm happy to, you know, take a picture and I'll just like basically scratch your face out or, you know what I mean? Like edit over my face. I'm like, no, no, you're not getting it. Like you don't get to be in possession of a photo, a full intact face to body photo of me in a sex act. This is like, and, and this is a no for me with somebody I don't know. And especially on the first time, like, I don't even, I don't know you, you know? <laughs> and I, I understand, like, listen, I don't want to, I'm not trying to, f uh, throw him under the bus at all because his perspective is just completely different. He doesn't look at it in that way. I'm of a different mindset. And so, you know, these are things that really need to be discussed ahead of time instead of right as you're about ready to get, you know, get your dick hard, me, you know, get excited and we're about ready to do the do. So a lot of what's kind of coming is prefaced on that. I think that sentiment there, maybe not enough communication up front, but so, you know, I would say you gotta, you know, I, I've never had anybody just assume that that would be we would be taking pictures and videos and stuff. And I, that, you know, that, that wasn't what I was there for and anything. And had we at any point ever done that, it would always just be so that we, it was personal. We kept it personal. It's not something that you post. And I'm always leery when I see people posting stuff. I mean, I assume, and I hope that they have permission from the other person where they, where they posted content, you know, of them having, a sex act with someone else. But, you know, for myself, like I said, I just, I err way, way, way on the set of caution. And 
as you know, there's many things I've said no, no, no to, and then I'll end up doing them. But I don't through the full stretch, like this is just one thing that, you know, I pretty much stayed steadfast with. And the only person I've ever actually taken pictures with in a sex act is a uh, cowboy end. And, you know, that's been a long-term relationship and we, you know, it's just, that's, that's the level we're at. But like I said, took the guy a long time. Okay. So we, you know, again, I walk in, there's like the camera room, the towel on the floor, condoms on the ground, the fuck me boots in the closet, the cuffs, the paddle, you know, I, of course I brought my own stuff, right? I mean, I want my stuff there too. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, so I'm whipping out like, I brought this vibrator, I brought this butt plug and, you know, and, and, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of showing him the inventory. He He's liking it. He's excited. I'm like, okay, good. Let's, let's get this going. And we, you know, we kind of start, there's a, there's a little bit of kissing and pretty much, you know, before I know it very, with a very little foreplay, he's got that condom on and boom, he's inside me. Now I was expecting some oral sex and even if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But for goodness sakes, like give me give me more than like 45 seconds before your penis is in me. It was just like wham, bam. Before that I had to say, okay, your the cuffs are a no, you know, like, I mean, within that 40, like a lot happened. I'm like, no cuffs, no pictures. And here's the lube, use it. You know, it, 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 it was just really like probably the f- quickest and fastest and most mechanical bit of foreplay. I mean, I wouldn't even say foreplay because there wasn't any that I've ever done. And so, you know, I will say, but it sounds like I'm going, I know it sounds like I'm going negative on this. I'm not, I'm just being, I want to be factual because I think guys should, should know that, you know, if like eke out two minutes, maybe I don't know, suck a nipple, pinch a nipple, lick, suck, bite my neck, do something, you know, I mean, I'm going to reciprocate, you know, I'm kind of, kind of, I'm following your lead, right? You know, I mean, if you're not going to, look, if you're not going to eat my pussy, I'm not going to suck your dick. That's just the way it is. If I don't know you, right? I mean, obviously if we have an established relationship, sure, you know, I'll, I'll take the lead. I'll get down there. I mean, I loved it. You know, you guys know I love, I'm a cocksucker. I loved, I love sucking cock. It's fun. It arouses me, but it's really more like, it's sensual and sexual and, and it's what you want to do when, you know, when you feel like everybody's in the same, if it's casual, right? Just I'm speaking casually. You you have to have that sense for the other person's in that same reciprocal mode that they're not just in a take, take, take mode. So I will say though, I'll give this, I want to give this guy some kudos. I'm not trying to like, this is going to sound like I'm just blasting, blasting, blasting. So let me get to the, like, I'm going to go through, you know, some things I didn't, I, you know, I felt like could, where there's room for improvement, but first of all, he did, you know, he said, he said he had a big dick. He did have a big dick and that I was happy about. Absolutely. I was happy about the big dick. You know, I was, so that's what I wanted. I wanted the big dick and, but you got to know how to use it guys. Look, I mean, you, you can, you can know how, you know. You can have a big gun, but if you don't know how to fucking shoot it, what's the point? 
you know, I mean, okay, it's flashy. Is it just for show? Like you got to know how to use it. And I will say there were times where he did have, I think the link proper lingo is a good stroke game. He would switch it up. He switched it up a couple times and he would, you know, he would kind of do these little acrobatic maneuvers and, and swirl around and make little circles and just kind of get all around in there when he would vary from the straight on just bap, 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 the machine gunning, and he would stop and do that. Now, I appreciated that. That feels better than the constant pound, 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 pound. Pound, 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 pound. It, he, he, uh, this could have been flip-flopped. It should have been more of the stroke game, and then the pounding is right at the get me over the edge when I'm coming. Instead, it was reversed. It was more pounding and less stroke game. And because of that, I only came once and I had to struggle to get that orgasm out because it kept getting interrupted by, it'd be like, okay, stroke game. Okay, good. Here we go. Here we go. And then all of a sudden he, he'd switch it up to something else. And usually it was just something that it was more painful than pleasurable only because, like I said, maybe I wasn't lubricated enough. There was just a lot going on. So, so there, so I think, you know, like if you're going to do all that pounding, you need, you got, you need the buildup. You need a lot of foreplay guys. I mean, you really do. And then we got into, there's an, there's another thing that happened and this, this, I won't even, this isn't really on him. He just probably doesn't realize this. We, I would say what we got into was, in my mind, was more of a BDSM role play. It's the first time I've actually tried this stuff with someone. And I mean, when I say trying it, I mean, it's not germane to the relationship. It's not what we normally do. And therefore you know, there was, there's no, there's no history there. There's no good conversation there. There's no understanding of each other's bodies, what the other person likes, what they don't like. And, you know, to this guy's credit, he, he, he's domineering. It's like I say, there's a difference between domineering and a dominant and an actual dominant. He's not a dominant. He could be, if he actually like was interested in, in, you know, the dominant submissive dynamic he could, I believe, get there and probably do it very well because he's got the tools. <laughs> he's got the tools. But we just got, you know, it was like uh, it gets into, you know, he's pounding my pussy and, you know, he's asking me, it's the lingo, it's the things he's saying. He's asking me who owns that pussy. He's asking me who my master is. He's telling me that, you know, that's what I came there for and that I'm going to be talking about this on my podcast. Well, I don't know that he, (laughs) yes, yes, I am. That's correct. I will be talking about this on my podcast. And I just had over a hundred thousand downloads, by the way, it mentioned at the beginning. So I have a lot of listeners and, um, all over the world. So socks, yes, I'm going to tell them about our experience. 
<laughs> exactly as it was experienced by me. And, but, you know, again, what, and I, and, and I'm, I'm trying to be fair about this. Okay. So what this guy doesn't understand, what Sox doesn't understand is that, you know, having been in, having been someone's sub and not only that, but a collared sub, this is a very deep level. It's not, it's not, it's not a play. It's not a role play. It is, it is, it's who we are. And I won't be able to role, role playing that, you know, isn't, I guess, isn't my thing. And I just realized that, you know, and not that I knew that that was coming. I didn't know that was coming. It's my first time with someone. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know his style. I don't know what he's, you know, what he's going to say. Although once I'm in there and once I'm doing it, I can tell like, this is his routine. I can tell. And then having seen some of the videos, like, okay, like this is, this is what he thinks I'm there for. This is what he thinks I want. I don't think, again, he don't think he's being, he's not being intentional. You know, it's not like, oh, I want to make you have a bad time. But this is probably what women, other women before who are role playing as well, who do not know about being a submissive and they don't understand what that's all about. That, you know, for them, again, they come in, it's a role play, you know, they're having fun, they're acting, acting this stuff out in the moment. It's not really a part of them. You know, that's fine. The other thing that I wasn't real fond of is, was the paddling. And listen, I will tell them this. I will say this to guys, guys, there's a fucking strike zone. Okay. There's a strike zone. Don't go outside the strike zone. You, if you're going to paddle somebody, you got to know where to paddle somebody. And if you're going to be restraining people, you better start doing a little research about nerve damage and how you can bend and kink and, and cause all kinds of stuff. And I know that again, people don't, you know, they get into this lightly because they're role-playing, but they don't realize that there is, even if you're going to be role-playing, there's some responsibility that goes along with it. And the, you know, I, I wear certain things for workouts, for my yoga, you know, and basically you can't go outside the strike zone. You know, you have to be hitting me properly, like center of the buttocks, you know, where my, where you, where I can cover shit up. If it's out on my, you know, on the periphery going down my leg, that's something when you leave marks on me, we need to discuss. So, you know, I, I had, I had some marks on me, which again, as you guys know, I mean, I don't mind, you know, I don't mind, but they're all well-placed so that I can still do, you know, go out, put clothes on and not have it be obvious that I've been spanked or paddled and, or bitten, you know, and again, all these things I like that totally turn me on, but if, you know, but that's it, it's done the right way. It's executed properly. If you don't, I don't like it. It's not any fun, you know? And so that's, that's what happened. You, you know, you have to, you have to understand someone's pain tolerance, their, their threshold for it. You know, this guy didn't know any, he didn't ask any of these questions and he didn't know. And as much as I hate to do it, I'm going to have to give Cowboy N his props because in the very beginning, 
if you guys remember, I know you've you've heard you've heard me talk about it several times, and you've heard us talk about it on the podcast. Where you know you he sent me that <laughs> he sent me that questionnaire. I should send it to, to socks <laughs> and say, you know what? When you're with somebody, have them fill it. If you want to do that kind of shit, have them fill this out. And literally, you know, it's because you don't know and understand where that person's at, what their goals are, what they're hoping, you know, like what, what, what experience level. And I, I, you know, and, and I always used to, I always used to give Cowboy Ann a bunch of shit about, you know, not moving fast enough and you weren't, you know, and, you know, and he's, he always said, Hey, if I did this shit to you in the beginning, you would never come back. You, you know, that would have been the last time I would have seen you. And he's right. And I just got a little taste of it here. And in fact, when I left with socks, we were talking about, okay, come back tomorrow or the next day. And I said, yeah, let me get back to you. And, and when I left, I, you know, I meant, yeah, I'm going to get, let me, let me see what my schedule is. Let me see if I can make that work. But when I, once I kind of got home and I was like, you know, and I really had to, was taking it all in, I'm like, well, I need a minute to process. And I'm not saying I won't, I'm not, this, <clears throat> this isn't me saying I won't go back. But if I do, I, you know, it's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta have a conversation with this guy and I gotta tell him, Hey, you know, I like all that stuff that we did, but it has to be right place, right time. And I don't do that. And, you know, as a, I don't do that casually. I don't do that as a role play. Or if we do, you got to dial it way back. You know, you can't, you can't say things to me that a dominant would say to me when I'm actually in a dominant, submissive, committed dynamic with somebody, it doesn't work. You know, you're, you're, you're all over the place. And again, it's not his fault. He doesn't, he doesn't know about, you know, he doesn't understand, he doesn't understand that that type of relationship and that type of, you know, even you can go to somebody and do that casually, but you still have that understanding and there's boundaries and there's a safe word, you know, and there's all kinds of stuff, which quite frankly, for the stuff that we did, there should have been a safe word. And he didn't know to ask, he didn't know any of that stuff. And so, and I would say this to him, if you're going to be restraining a woman and paddling her the way you paddled me hard enough that you're leaving bruises. You have to have a safe word. You can't just put somebody in that position, you know, because it's uncomfortable and, or some, or you're, or I'm sorry, you're, you're opening the door for, for someone to be uncomfortable and for, you know, somebody to misinterpret and just misunderstandings. And so, I honestly would recommend to him that he, that he did, I would happily give him that questionnaire that Cowboy Ann sent me, or he could get his own, whatever, he could make his own. But I really, really, it drove home to me the importance of communication. And again, I'm probably really overshadowing the whole experience we had just with all of this, with, with more of the information part, instead of making it like, about the sexy content and all that stuff. Cause definitely, you know, look, I don't want to say that there were definitely sexy parts. And like I said, you know, 
I mean, I, I, I could, I could, I could work with that guy in a heartbeat. Like literally. Yeah. He's a good, cause he's a good at, at heart. He's a good person. He's not a dickhead. You know, if he was just a total douche, I, it would be like, yeah, I, I, you would hear, it'd be way harsher. But what I, but what I'm hoping is that, you know, I'm always trying to provide just the truth of the matter to my listeners. And that <clears throat> that's the truth of the matter in this instance that I just stumbled on something where I was like, this was a, it was a huge learning experience for me. I was like, whoa, okay. And a lot of light bulbs went on and a lot of things that, you know, were done in the past and why they were done made sense. But I can say it just, it struck a chord with me to have somebody else do that stuff that I consider to be really, you know, established stuff that you do with your dominant. And this guy's not my dominant. And, and so for me, I guess moving forward, you know, I'm going to have to try to figure out how I navigate those waters comfortably with anybody that says they, you know, they'll, they'll play, they'll play rough and stuff like that. Because First and foremost, I thoroughly enjoy that. Like I enjoy it, but I didn't realize going into it and it's my, you know, I'll take the, I'll take that on myself. I should have been maybe a little more self-aware. I should have realized that, but I, I didn't. And, you know, this was just really a good, a good lesson for me and a jumping off point for how I navigate you know, with other people, other dominant men or people or guys that want to be dominant or play in that arena, even if we're going to role play together, like I said, I don't mind the role playing, but we still need a structure to it. And yeah, that has to, I think that's really, you know, moving forward. That's the, that's the thing for me. So as far as socks goes, again, it sounds like maybe I'm throwing this poor guy under the bus. I'm really, that's not the intention. Handsome, single, great body, big dick. Again, good stroke game. And I would welcome, you know, like having to, or, you know, getting to do more with him. He's got a good dick. He just, I think I can, I can make some really good suggestions on how to use it, how to really like, you know, you want to be a lady killer? I'll, I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> because sometimes, yes, women are in the mood for that role play and they want all that stuff. But you have to understand the, your partner's background. When you start getting into that gray zone with someone, especially where there's any anything uh, that's, you know, restraining or, you know, you're actually spanking somebody causing, you know, and you're causing bruises, there's pain involved. And that pain, if a woman's into it, can be very pleasurable. If you haven't discussed that with somebody, which he did not, he did not do ahead of time, you know, I'm, I, I, I cautiously say like, Hey, you could cross a line with somebody and you don't even know you're doing it. And nobody wants, I mean, I know this guy's nice enough. I know that wasn't his intention. I, I, you know, I'm not, I know that, but it's, it's something, you know, it's something that 
guys and women should think about when they're with their partners, depending on how rough they're being with somebody the first time or what they've got set up, that nothing is a substitute for good communication. And I feel like definitely if we would have had better communication, I'll put that on both of us in the, in the, in the beginning, uh, before we actually did the do, we would have had a lot of fun. And yeah, I mean, that would, that could have just been that, that could have gone completely different for me. I feel like I, (laughs) I think he, he definitely just made, he, you just made uh newbie and Mr. Pickles like a lot more appealing. <laughs> not that they weren't appealing. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying like all of a sudden I'm like, cause that was fun. You know, like I had fun with those guys. I, I want it. And it, you know, like that was fun and playful and, and, but you know, I like, I want, I, I do. I mean, I want, I like, I like good sex. I like it to be hot and fun. And, you know, I guess I have a lot of requirements, a lot of little, I want a lot of stuff thrown on that Sunday on my little sexy Sunday. And, and it's not just one thing, you know, all the time. And certainly when you're getting into the more serious things, you know, when you start to get into that BDSM realm, you really have to be careful it's a slippery slope. So this is a guys, anybody who's interested in it, wants to do it, thinks that's part of, you know, who they are, do some research. Don't just watch some fucking porn on you porn or Pornhub or whatever. That's not where you should be getting your education on this. There's plenty of stuff out there. You can read people that actually will instruct. You can take, go and take classes on this. I remember BE went B.E. went to a paddling class, as a matter of fact, and oh, was Mr. Biggs texting me here. Poop looks like our little lunch, our little lunch get together is going to get pushed back. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Back to you guys. Okay. Anyway, so I'm just saying like, you know, you need to do, re- do your research. Don't, don't just jump into it and think, you know, you're going to go like, you're going to step on the gas. If you're going to build up to it, it take, make sure communication, communication, communication. And you know what? Fill out a little questionnaire so that you know what the other person's, what's permissible and what's not. But going into a sexual encounter with somebody and, you know, I mean, I could have been straight vanilla for all this guy now. Really? literally. And that would have not been acceptable. I can see past all it, all of it because of the experience level that I'm at as a submissive. And I can say, eh, just some guy role playing, playing around, you know, but this just is stuff you, you know, and you got to be very careful with, because it's just a very fine line to where somebody's perception could be, Hey, you know, you didn't, you know, you, you restrained me and you beat me versus we're having kinky sex. It's to see, there's just a big, there's a big slope. And again, I'm in no way, no way at all saying that that was, you know, my, that he did something wrong. I'm saying that 
I think I see the door open for him to make a mistake with somebody that's maybe a little more sensitive than I am. And so anyway, just to, just, uh, you know, just trying to be informative, throw it out there. That being said, all that being said, which sounds, I hope it doesn't sound too negative. It's really not, it's not supposed to. Cause like I said, you can tell the guy's a total sweetheart. I think he's raised right, you know, loves his mom, very, very kind, caring, you know, you know, he's young. So he's got a little bit of, you know, young guy, I don't know, vibrato, you know, probably a little bit of, you know, might be a slight little level of, you know, immaturity there on some things, but that's, you know, no strikes against him for that lovely personality. And I just, there's a lot I did like about him as, you know, as a person, and I feel like I could have really good sex with him. But that first experience, I would have to give it like a 6.5 out of 10. Because <laughs> it can't be all dick. It just can't be all dick. Like I said, you could have the, you know, you could have the best gun in the world. You got to know how to fucking shoot that thing. You got to know how, what you're doing. You got to know how to handle it. And and just the pound, 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 pound. That's porno shit, you know, and that that's to be used when the time's right, in the right moment, at the end, at certain points. I mean, you just got to mix it up. You cannot just go straight, like, pounding. And then I would say it was like 80% pounding, 20% good stroke game. I need, let's go 50-50. How about that? Because I'm telling you, the the part where he was actually just like doing it and into it and like, you know, he was like, it was good. That part, I was like, whoa. I mean, that, that oh, I really, I was, oh, I was all about that. Uh, you know, it was like, he was just, you know, getting in there. He was like really close. He was like on my back. I could feel him like breathing on me. I mean, it, it was hot. That part was fucking hot. That was a 10. Those moments were tens. And then we went from like tens to threes. <laughs> so, and then when he was, and then just throwing the lingo, like who's your master and who owns this pussy and, you know, that, and he's, again, he's not realizing as a submissive, I'm like, you don't fucking own this pussy yet. You don't get it. Like you work up to that. You don't own this pussy. I know it's, I know it's part of the role play, but I take it differently because of my sexual background. I take it differently because I've been, you know, in, in, in a relationship where in, in a dynamic, a sexual dynamic, when there's weight behind those words, when somebody, you know, when, when somebody says they own you, they fucking own you. And it, it is, it's, it, when you say it and you, when he says it and you respond and you two mean it and it is fucking hot as hell, but it's not something you say. It's not something you say lightly. It's like what they call it crying wolf. You know, like I just don't use, I don't take that. You don't take the Lord's name in vain and you do not take who owns this pussy and who's your master in vain. 
<laughs> you just don't, you don't use it lightly. That's my thing. So, <laughs> so there we go. All right. Well, I do, I, you know, I don't know if Socks is going to listen to this. He did say, put this on your podcast. So I'm kind of assuming he might hear this. Now, Socks, if you hear this, this is not a personal slight on you. You got a good stroke game, babe. Let's work on it. There's, you know, like, there's so many different ways to go with this. So anyway, there you go, guys. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, go to iTunes or whatever podcast, whatever whatever you're using, uh, Stitcher, Amazon, whatever podcast uh, modality you're using to get the podcast, to stream the podcast. Would you leave me a five-star review? I would absolutely love it. I think I'm going to start watching for the, I'm going to start paying attention more to that. I think I might do like a monthly, like a monthly challenge, you know, like, Hey, if you leave me a, everybody that leaves a five-star review within the month, you know, like at the end of the month, I'll, I'll do a giveaway or I'll do, I'm doing something. I'm starting to get more creative with this. I'm really starting to take my podcast to another level. By the way, did I say, I should have said at the beginning, I'm hit. This is huge. I hit a milestone, a hundred thousand downloads. Boom. Yes. Yes. That's huge. That's a biggie. I'm so excited. So now I'm all fired up and I'm like, Ooh, I'm to get more creative. Trying to expand my social media. Oh, Tumblr update. Could not get the old name back or it's actually like they're holding it. Like it's still there, but I don't know if they, once they take a blog down, if you can actually get your old name back. So my new Tumblr handle is the curious girl diaries. So if, you're, if you want to follow me again on Tumblr, please do. I lost like 112,000 or 120,000, I don't know what it was, of my closest unknown friends. <laughs> I lost a lot of fucking followers. It breaks my heart. But, but the podcast numbers are still good. So that's good. Everybody that's, everybody that's already been following me is still following me. It's not like I lost that momentum. But on my social media, go to Tumblr. It's go to the Curious Girl diaries, or you can go to my website, curiousgirldiaries.com, scroll to the bottom of any one of my pages and my social media is there. I do have a new, I finally broke down and got Instagram. I haven't posted anything yet. That is the underscore curious girl diaries. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter too, which is at the curious girl. I'm sorry, at the curious underscore girl. It's too much to understand. Like I need, I don't even, yeah, it's a lot, but here's the thing. Just go, honestly, easiest way to link to all this stuff. Just go to my website, curiousgirldiaries.com. Click on my, you'll see all my social media links. That'll just get you there. Cause shit, I can't, you know, you got it. They're all different, <laughs> unfortunately. But good news is I did actually, I was able to get finally the URL, the, just the plain old, the curiousgirl.com. So I'm not using it right now, but I do own it. So, uh, at least kind of, you know, I'm narrowing my, narrowing my field here on my names. I'm, I'm circling the wagon so that no one else can, can, you know, infringe. All right, guys. Well, as usual, I hope everyone's having a great week, having a great day. I'll keep the sexy talk coming and uh, questions or comments. You can email me at curiousgirl at the curiousgirldiaries.com. All right. Bye. Thanks. 
Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.